when you think of like the quote unquote power couples in Hollywood, who are the people you were looking at when they wanted the couples? Oh yeah, for sure. So you right alongside this, this, whatever they got going on is this image that in many cases they kind of played into it. So when stuff starts hitting the fan and we starting to get more context into the narrative that people have been, that's been built over time about what's happening with their relationship, that image of them being this couple that people admire and look up to that image has slowly began to, to dwindle and dim. People can respect the candidness if they're seeing productivity coming from you. If you're seeing dysfunction and now you're being candid, it's not even taken as something they can learn from. It's just like, what's the point of that? Yo, this is Caesar Walker, the Cool Calm Collective. And I'm Ronnie Gatry, the emotional one. And we got the Tipping Point Podcast, your source for the black male's perspective. Walker! We finna cook! Watch it, so you can do our game. Peace and blessings, beloveds. Thank you guys for tuning into the latest and greatest episode. And shout out to all of our listeners, both new and old. We hope you guys are having a great week and the gang's all here gatry how are you sir i'm i'm beefing with you walker i'm beefing with you so so bad i can't even look at you you know what it's about okay we got beef in these streets so the question i have for you is you want to deal with it now you want to deal with it tomorrow black how are you doing (laughs) uh i'm doing good uh my team lost a classic but my band won a classic so i'm good I was going to ask you all about it. So you pretty much summed it up in one. So you was impressed. You was impressed with what uh, ASU's band did. Yeah. I think one of the highlights was that uh, in concert formation, they played that song. Uh, Can we talk by Tevin Campbell mm. and had the whole crowd singing with them. Oh, nice. okay. And I wasn't expecting that. Nice. And of course you had, I mean, it's, you, it's a classic. I mean, yeah. Nice. And they had a good arrangement. So, the crowd really got into it, and that's mm. that's what usually wins the classic is clap, the crowd participation. Mm-hmm. You know, I saw I saw a clip of the game, and there was one uh, soundbite I got from the game towards the end. The Alabama State was playing. <laughs> Isn't that what you hear every week when the Jets play? <laughs> no, not, not every week, but most weeks. So, um, do you agree with the decision to let go of the head coach for Alabama State? It's kind of like the uh, Iron Bowl. Like if you can't beat Bama, if Bama can't beat Auburn, like that's going to be a change. Well, how how long was he there? I'm not sure, but I think the A&M coach – Record is like maybe some like seven and two against Bama State at this point. Seven and two. Uh huh. They've been doing really well under him though. I know is what this is what four in a row. Yeah, it feels like it's more than that though. <laughs> I, I'm 
thinking back to the fear the thumb days of the iron ball oh <laughs> yeah, um, it, you got anything to say walker i i mean it's hard for me to remember the last time state i'm really them. confused at what you're doing but go ahead it's i can't think of when like i left the classic feeling good because state won the football game it's been a while did you stay uh to after the game uh no, I just watched the fifth quarter on YouTube this time. You oh, it? you didn't stay for the fifth quarter? Nah, it started getting too cold for me. Mm. Like you've ever stayed for a fifth quarter? I've got <laughs> one fifth quarter in my uh under my belt. The classic? Yeah. You waiting for the ride? Say what? You waiting for a ride or something? <laughs> no, dude, we used to go to the classic like every year. Why does this seem like such a phenomenon to you guys? Dude, we used to be like parade classic every, it used to be like a mandatory thing. Uh, my parents have some close friends of theirs who are Alabama State grads. And that was like one time of the year they would come to visit and they'd stay with us the whole weekend. It was a party. My sister's listening. She knows what I'm talking about. I don't have to prove anything to you guys. Yeah, you have one witness. We're good. That's all he needs. Yeah. Okay. But you, for the most part, you enjoy, did you do any tailgating? No, I didn't want to get in that section of the like the crowd or anything. You didn't want I, COVID? As soon as I got off the bus, I went straight to the stadium. What is so funny, Walker? I was even I was even trying to make a joke. <laughs> I'm just laughing at you. You funny dude. Um Okay. But overall it was a, you enjoyed yourself. Yes. You didn't you didn't you wasn't interested in going to like any of like the events leading up to the classic? No. Thing is, I've been. I mean, maybe I try to get into that next year when there are like more you, people vaccinated at that point. Fair enough. No, that answers my question from earlier. I mean, it seemed like what I've seen on social media, everything was in full swing. Yeah, no mask. Yeah, people was kicking it. They were back and kicking it for sure. Um, I'm good. Gatry. What is this beef we that you speak of? I just want to know if you want to talk about it because I got the diss track ready to drop at midnight. And so do I need to drop it or are we going to talk about it like men? What are you talking about, sir? Okay, does that mean you want to talk about it? I mean, you you bring it. What, what, what in the world? Walker, why are you ghosting? Why'd you ghost me this week? Let's, let's talk about it. Why oh. did you ghost me this week? Tell me. Tell Dude, me. I sent you a text I, back. I sent you important stuff. And I sent you a text back saying, dude, I missed this text. No, I sent you stuff since then. You, you have ghosted me. You told me to call you Thursday. Did I you called call? you Thursday. I called you at 503. I never got that. I called. I just called you now. You didn't pick up. <laughs> you sent me stuff. You sent me stuff to post on IG. I got that. Oh, yeah, I did look at it. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> You called me. Did you call me? Yes, because I, I I had anxiety about when to call. I didn't. I didn't because I can't a, just hit you up randomly like I used to. You got you. You're out here like being professional. I didn't get a missed call from you. Yeah, I'm sure you didn't. I didn't. Yeah. It doesn't show on my phone. Okay, Walker. Did you leave a message? Kids see ghosts. Leave a. Did you leave a message? That's a feature on phones. Did you leave one? Yeah, it's a feature on phones. in 1993, who leaves voicemails? I don't know, people who do business and people who, you know, really want you to respond back to What them. about real friends? Do real friends leave voicemails? 
If they want me to call them back, they do. That's not true. Y'all need to stop. Why are you ghosting me? Let's get back to it. Don't deflect from this. Tell me and the people why you're ghosting me. Is it, is it my hair? No. What is it, Walker? Why are you ghosting me? For why real? Why are you ghosting me? If if I if I too extra? If I texting you too much? Am I calling you too much? No, you're not. No, just my bad. I just is it? Does this have anything to do with the, anything to do with the Braves? <laughs> uh, it sounded to me like you may not be the priority you think you are. I'm not ready for this conversation <laughs> that you brought up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ready for that part of it. <laughs> I was like, man, this dude is ghosting me. I'm telling my eight year old son about it. You tell him stuff like that? Well, it, it, he caught me in the moment this morning, taking him to school because I'm like, dude, Walker gave me nothing. He gave me nothing. <laughs> and he doesn't care. You know, he just wants you to come to his game. <laughs> Still? Still. Walker, can you come to our game? Um, when is he playing? Say what? When is he playing? Oh, dude. Well, no, that's not till January. Practice starts next week. Game starts in January. Goodness gracious. You are, yeah, I know. You are deflecting. Mm-hmm. Catholics don't play about basketball. They don't. Okay. And I don't play about getting ghosted. So you have no reason for ghosting me? No. I okay. apologize. Thank you. That's all I wanted, Walker. Why do you have to get these emotions out? Why did I have to? Yeah. If you just apologize, why did I have to get these yes, emotions out? You triggered the emotions. Had you apologized on the onset, we've been fine. You we've, didn't even ask for it. You have to ask for an apology. Walker, will you apologize to me, please? Wait, did you? Did you? Okay. So when I say I apologize, when I'm preempted to apologize, you say, "Why didn't you just say that to begin with?" Yeah. How was I supposed to know that I was supposed to apologize? So I was supposed to cut you. You knew because you just did. No, 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 no. Oh, so I can't finish my question. No. The apologies accepted, Walker. We I can feel, move on. I feel as though if I communicated with this wall, we would have like a much more productive exchange. I'm good now. My emotions are back, uh, aligned and balanced. So it's all about your emotions. <laughs> I mean, I am the emotional one. Uh, you're remaining cool, calm, and collected. So we're right on par here. Thank you. Yeah, I am, but the thoughts running through my mind <laughs> probably not of the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> At any rate, Walker, um, I hate being here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, enough of the pleasantries and compliments. Um, yeah, so, dude, my Braves, <laughs> we did this thing. And I know folks, I know folks who are watching this are like, does he wear a Braves jersey every week? No, but only when my squad. Every other. Every other. When my squad is doing their thing, Walker, 26 years since we got the trophy, dude, and no one expected we would do it this year. My Braves are back in the building. Yeah, I'm wearing wearing the jersey again. I probably worn it. Yeah, I think this is the third time I've worn it this week, right? So I'm in a great mood for that. Go Braves. One more for ATL. For those of you who have not heard, the Braves are my most treasured sports team across all sports. Did you get emotional? I did, Walker. Right. I did. I was crying in the pillow, screaming in the pillow, too. I couldn't believe we did it. Couldn't believe it. 
So yeah, um, before I get into the rest of my week, um, you should thank Bo Nix for this. Don't. Did you hear? Did you hear about that? No. Every year that the uh, Braves have won the World Series, Auburn's had a quarterback with the last name of Nix. <laughs> Just saying. That's funny in the black. <laughs> the stars aligned. Yeah, you're welcome. Continue. I'm not taking thanks for that. Continue. Anyway, uh, before I get into the rest of my week, which was not good, let's hear about what's going on, on your side of the desk. Busy. Table, whatever this is. Super busy. Really? Yeah, dude. You handle it well, Walker. Maybe that's why you ghosted me. But you never asked, so it's, I don't really care. Whatever. I know. <laughs> You've made that very obvious. Very obvious. Well, talk to me, guy. I'm listening now. No, work work has been going really well. Um, but just it's been a busier week than normal. Um, of course there's war rapport and guest appearances and stuff like that. Um you know, just how do you manage it all? How do I manage it? Well, of course you gotta have buy-in with wifey. Um but you just gotta make time to try to prioritize those things. So like me and my phone have been kind of distant. So that's all that is. So the answers are finally being revealed. What's that? Why you ghosted me? Yes, I'm relating this all back to me. Just think, Walker. All you have to do is put a little thumbs up on the text and we wouldn't be having this conversation. Dude, when you text me sometimes, I don't even... Like, dude, I got crazy notifications and stuff on my phone. Like, your your stuff is buried. Along with other things as well. So it's not like I watched... It's not like I saw you send something through the that's, phone was like... That's a visual. Ignore. <laughs> it's not, that's not how that's been working. I'm messing with you, Walker. That's not how that works. <laughs> So, no, I know it bothers you to a degree. Okay. I have to understand. I know that. it does bother you. It does. And I have to understand that not everybody operates So you're not like messing me. with me. When, when I have notifications, it's like, like that little red number. So you just drop everything. Unless I'm asleep. But yeah, if, if there's a ding or a red number, I'm getting to it. If I'm awake and cognizant. Like going to sleep with none of those notification numbers, nightly goal of mine. Do you really have ADD? What'd you say? What what you want to say, Black? You know you can turn off the notifications, right? Yeah, you turn them off, but you still get the red number. That's that that's that thing I can't stand to see. Whether it be on my email inbox, text inbox, you can group me. You can take that off too. You can turn it off to where it doesn't show you a number of notifications. Yeah. Can you validate this? Okay. I'm not turning it off. <laughs> what if Walker texts me? <laughs> you don't need a notification for that. I'm not texting you. Clearly, I'm not texting you. <laughs> Clearly, I'm not texting you. I can't take the chance. <laughs> like uh, Jesus, but just <laughs> one day. <laughs> no one knows the day or the hour. Uh, okay, well, busy week. Busy week, but good. Okay. Um, good. Still doing two a days. I like I'm managing to fit all this in. Don't know how. Seriously. Yeah. So all is good. Not in jest, but like, how are you really sleeping at night? Oh. Because I'm sure by the time it's time for you to go to bed, you really, are out. Really good. Okay, good. Really good. Yeah. 
So the whole thing about you laying in bed checking your notifications. <laughs> now wait, wait, wait. Give me some credit. The the phone does not make it to the bedroom. Okay, that's something I've been pretty much consistent about this calendar year. Now I will stand in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> and clear out those notifications and leave it on the uh, counter in the bathroom. But I'm, what's, the, what's the deal with bringing the phone? Um, the uh, phone, because because number one, I'm not going to go to sleep. You know, I'm just I'm always going to find something to do on my phone, always, right? And then like, yeah, that's really it. And I end up staying awake. So it's a focus than, problem with you. Oh, absolutely. And I tried doing the do not disturb, but it's like it's over there. And it's like this magnetic force. Like, oh, I might miss something on IG. I got problems, man. Okay. But anyway, 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 dude, I had a terrible week, Walker. Terribly terrible. Um, Started off on Tuesday. I had a huge uh, communication gaffe with my boss huge it was bad i was embarrassing myself i i pride myself on effective communication and i dropped the ball seriously um so yeah i was dreading that that was on my mind that was on my heart for the next couple of pause you said you pride yourself on what (laughs) effective communication continue (laughs) i see what you did there but no um so i so i was dealing with that emotionally I kept running that back in my head and I was like, oh, if I had a chance to do that over again. But, you know, I made I made amends. Uh, I confronted it. I owned it. I apologized for it with strong eye contact, effectively communicating my remorse for the bad decision making. So here I am, you know, trying to rebound from that. And uh, this I am going to go in detail on. Uh, Then I get to Thursday and um, I'm working with a professional colleague on, a, on some video content. And uh, this female proceeds to tell me that I make her uncomfortable. So, uh, you know, if you're, if you're following the emotional roller coaster. I can relate. <laughs> what do <are> you. <laughs> if you're following the emotional roller coaster, I have gone up, down, really, really down. And I'm coming back up and I've leveled off and then I get hit with this and then I'm going back down very steep. So that led to a useless conversation that lasted an hour and 30 minutes about why exactly I make her uncomfortable. Y'all know how I am about this. That impacts me when people tell me this. It's it's like a two, two edged sword. Like I appreciate you being honest with me about it, but I still don't like it because I don't ever set out to make anyone uncomfortable. And I feel like, I go out of my way to make everyone comfortable. And when that doesn't happen, I've got issues with that. Okay. All right. I thought you were going to ask a question. I want to know what's the source of discomfort. I mean, I was waiting on you to get there. So I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. But I mean, it's what what she said. So I guess I had to take it. She she listens to our podcast. You you work with her. (laughs) Yeah. She listens to our podcast. And so she told me, she said, when when you're behind the camera, you I, I feel like I'm in the presence of an expert because I listen to your podcast. I listen to how well you come across on the podcast. I listen to how great the podcast episodes are, and now you are in my presence behind the camera. It makes me uncomfortable. Okay. She's a fan girl, huh? She's a fan girl. 
I don't know if she's a fangirl, but she listens. So you took that how? I took that as like, I didn't believe it and I still don't believe it. I, I think there's something else going on. I don't know what it is, but. You need to be less awesome. Yeah. Like, what What does that mean? Like, like, and then I was thinking, I didn't ask her this, but I was thinking like, well, should you stop listening to the podcast? You know, like I'm not a, I'm not a podcast expert. I'm not. I can't control if you feel that I that I am like that's out of my control. But bingo. I know I'm not. And then even even if I am, I'll say what? I said bingo. You can control how she feel. Is that the synopsis of this whole thing? To me. Then y'all just want to fast forward to the end. Go ahead, Walker. <laughs> Relax. Walker. <laughs> I mean, is this biopic so that minute, bad? Wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you can just say whatever on this podcast, can you? I mean, I'm an expert. <laughs> Hasn't gone to his head one bit. <laughs> I said that in jest. Y'all gotta let me get so my jokes why was off the com- too. Why do you think the conversation was unproductive? Because I felt like she was talking in circles, and as she was attempting to justify herself. Stop! <laughs> he knows what that feels like. Subscribe <laughs> 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 my Friday. <laughs> <laughs> Continue. So that, that, I, I deserve that. Um. But yeah, but it was just like, and, and <sighs> I think the biggest thing was I didn't believe it. And I took it to where I, or like, like I've shared on this podcast before, like when people say, oh, Ronnie, you used to find you so intimidating. Like I went straight there and like, I don't think I was going to be, it was just the words that you yeah, said. Yeah. Uncomfortable. But uncomfortable. You make get- me uncomfortable. If I told you Walker, you make me uncomfortable. You're not going to feel good about that. I'll probably giggle, but. What I would ask you is basically to confirm what she was giving you was a compliment. You never saw it that way, did you? It was a backhanded compliment. It wasn't backhanded. It wasn't backhanded at all. I'm listening. Do you want to take this or you? No, you go ahead. Okay. How would you feel? How would you feel if? You're you're coaching your kids and Michael Jordan walks through the door. Is this after I wake up in the ER after passing out? I, you just tell me like how how Cuz I'm fainting on top. How side. nervous would you be coaching these kids and the person that you feel is the best guy to ever play? Give me play another in? example. Give me an example with Drake or something. The coach of North Carolina that retired. If he Roy walks Williams? in while you're coaching and he walks in and Roy, uh, I can't give a rap example with Drake. What do you I, know. I don't spit. Well, the end my diss track's not nope, gonna come out. Nope. <laughs> so what I'm saying is, is that, but you understand the point I'm making. Yeah, I, but how yeah. nervous and uncomfortable would you be trying to talk about and coach the game of basketball, I'd be knowing di- that the guy who's the best that ever did it is watching you? I'd be distracted. I'd be trying to figure out how can I get to MJ to have the conversation. 
So you would leave the kids where they are. Probably. More than likely. That's what I'm like. That's not a good example. Or just someone. So you've you never been to. around anyone and being around that person while they're in that element doing the thing that you admire them and you're trying to do that, has that ever made you nervous? Nervous? No. Inspired? Yes. Why they're around. Yeah. Okay. Some people get nervous. True. Some people are nervous. Some people are nervous talking to people they they look up to and respect. So being nervous is a form of being uncomfortable. That can make them uncomfortable. I don't understand. If you're so uncomfortable, why are you why are you requesting these services? It, no, okay. If so, I'm uncomfortable with you, I'm not going to go out of my way so to Gattry, spend time with you. What I'm saying is, Gatry, what I'm saying is to you is you're only interpreting that word uncomfortable one way. That's what you're doing. Uncomfortable means you you interpret it in this context as you being threatening to her. You're not threatening to her. What she's saying is, here's a guy that I listen to on a weekly basis who actually is really good at doing the thing that I'm trying to do. And he's watching me. I have so much respect for how he does it. I can't do it like he does. So I'm just going to struggle through this. Oh my God, I'm nervous. Now she's in her head. Uh, because I'm what I'm uncomfortable. Thank you. Keep it within the context. She never said nervous. Won't you ask her? Is she ner- does she get nervous? Won't you ask her that? I'm not doing that. Why not? Because why a, not? She already told me. Because you're telling me what she's not saying, but you won't ask her. No. What's the point? Like, we don't What's have the any, point of this? Kind like, of, what's we, the point? We don't of this have name? anything to talk about. We don't have anything to talk about. If if I make you uncomfortable, I'm removing myself from your environment. So in other words, he's interpreting it only one way. That exactly. means that he's threatening to her, and that's not what she's saying. Make uncomfortable. Put uncomfortable in a positive light for because, me. Because, see, here's the thing. Here's what I want you to... No, no, no. I can't do that. You want to know why I can't do that with you? Because you have made up your mind what it is. So, no matter what I say, you can either reject it or whatever. So, no, I'm not doing that unless you're going to be open-minded to what I'm saying. I'm going to listen. Fine. So, when she says, I'm uncomfortable, it can be intimidating being in the presence of someone who's really who in her mind they do a really good job at the things she's trying to do and that makes her uncomfortable or nervous the word the words probably best to use there is nervous you make her nervous because you're really good at the thing she's trying to do or anxious that as well that's a synonym of uncomfortable that's one way, a different way to look at the word. I didn't make that, make that up. That's what that word means. Anxious, anxiety. Okay, I'm listening. Okay. So uncomfortable doesn't always mean, because I know you've been told that by other people who probably were bigoted in their mind. I don't think that's what this person was saying. When you put it in context of what y'all were doing and how she looks up to you and what you do. That's why she asked you to help her because she respects what you do. Okay. That's my best shot. I, I, don't, I don't know what else to tell you there. Well, it was a swish. Okay. Nothing but net. You got it. Oh, I got it. So, I don't, so, but this took you down further. Yeah. Okay. 
I don't, I don't think she meant any harm in telling you that. Like, that's just her being transparent about I'm around someone that's really good at what they're doing. Caesar Walker, I respect your opinion. Okay. You want to go on with anything, anything more you like to add here? On this topic? How you feeling? Like, what would, like... You just you just sitting there looking at us now. Like, no, I was. I told you I listen. I try to give you my word. I'm trying to be an effective communicator. I, t- I told you. I gave you my best shot. I'm done. Okay. So, so and how, I listened. So how do you, you want my that? response to that? How do you process that? How are you processing that? I'm realizing something you've been telling me in our three and a half years of podcasting, which is, I often tend to see things in black and white. If you tell me. I make you uncomfortable. I can't see anything else. That's a shortcoming of me. I don't do well in reading the room. I don't do well in reading between the lines. You write a book with the words in it. I read the words. Okay. Right? Mm -hmm. So that could apply in this situation. But I've got a mental and emotional block centered around the word uncomfortable. I can't think of anything positive that that, that comes from that concrete definition. Now, I'll be honest. Should I should I revisit this thought and try to make something positive out of it? Probably. But there's a lot of baggage. There's tons of baggage that comes with that word when you're addressing me. There's tons of baggage. And as a listener of the podcast, I would expect you to understand that before you come and call me such or describe me in such manner such terms can i suggest something to you please can you give her the chance whoa can whoa. you give her a chance do, do you know the hour and a half that i referenced that that i considered to be a waste of time that was me listening can you give that was me listening so is that was that not a chance issued no can you give her i'm just gonna tell you no it wasn't because your mind was made up at minute one. Now, can you give her a chance to communicate how she feels, not knowing the baggage that has happened throughout the course of your life? That's was she it, there? That's was she ha- no no no? Was she there? Was she there at those moments? No. Does she know the, the the so can you expect her to understand the sensitivity of what that word means? If she listens to this, yeah, because it's something we it's something I've talked about. Is that not fair? It's just funny that you want the, her to you want her to understand how you feel, but you're not giving her. Oh wow, here's a but, word you like to use, but grace. But you, you're not giving. You're not, you know you're what's not cr- you know her. what's crazy? What after she told me that she had the floor, I didn't have anything to say. I was in a receptive mode. So what are we talking so, about? So what so you're what, we, what so you're so saying what is no. Today? What I interpret from you, Walker, is maybe I should have told her how I feel about it. Instead of giving her the floor and listening to her talk for an hour and a half after the fact. That's what you heard. Give her a chance. That's what you heard. How else can I give her a chance if I'm not listening? Give her a chance and not assuming that she means what those other women said when they said you make them uncomfortable. Okay. Why didn't you just say that? It's just funny. The person who's the effective communicator can only interpret things one way. I said I'm Facts. trying to be an effective communicator. That's not what you said earlier. I said I'm trying to be an effective communicator. I never said I was an effective communicator. Okay. You do listen to this podcast, right? What podcast? Right. Okay. 
just whenever, you know, just whenever, just whenever. And you said you felt like you were going in circles with her, huh? How do you feel right now, Walker? I mean, it's just another Friday, right? <laughs> Have I talked in circles on this? <laughs> I am here for Black's facial expressions. I'm just here for that. Are you going to answer that? He's already he answered already it. answered. He answered you. So you're not going to answer it? I can laughed we, at him. That was your answer. Can we La- move on? Yeah, we can move on. Because we are literally going in circles now. Okay. Does that? But that, that makes sense what I said. I'm not giving more of this because I don't want to drive you in a circle. Okay, li- listen to Ooh. it later. Just listen to it later. <laughs> wow. Getting salty. Listen to it later. I know. The, all. I got all that spice. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> what? That was I didn't I didn't mean that with He's had enough. Spicy. You, you got to you got to rinse this conversation off a little bit. It's too much spice on this one. <laughs> Spray this conversation off. Continue. Where else would you like for us to go, Gatry? I want to talk about <laughs> Since you said we could talk about it even if we all haven't seen it. But I want to talk about the harder they fall. I'm not going to spoil it. Because it just came out. I'm not spoiling it. But when I tell you this film, easily one of the best films I've seen in the past two or three years, I mean it. The harder they fall. Do you know what it is, Black? You mean you like this better than Wonder Woman 1984? <laughs> Do you? I didn't. I never saw that. Y'all are the one bashing that movie. I wasn't bad. Black doesn't bash uh, DC. He doesn't bash DC. Somebody dragged that movie through the mud. Somebody oh, in this here studio. It was definitely me. I'm oh, just okay. saying okay. he's <laughs> black. Doesn't do that. Okay. Black is black is a DC fan, so he will never drag a DC film, gotcha. especially publicly. Right. Okay. Right. Only off air. Maybe not even then. Okay. Well, you didn't uh, you didn't contest any of Walker's sentiments. But anyway, uh, yeah, incredible film. Uh, I watched it this morning before I went to work. <laughs> That's how amped up I was to watch it. What? Priorities. Nothing. Before I went to work? I still went to work? You get up at three, so that, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. I had to think about it. I don't know if y'all plans to see it, but make plans. It's got a great two hours and 14 minutes. You won't regret it. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Of course. You want to get into the prayer list? Why not? Who you got? You've already attacked me. We might as well pray for myself. Um, <laughs> Every day. Every day, bro. Tina Tintor. So I had on my list as well. Goodness gracious, man. So I'm sure everybody knows because it was everywhere, but this is the woman who was killed. 23-year-old. 23-year-old woman who's killed in a horrific, horrific wreck um, that involved former Raider, former Alabama Crimson Tide football player Henry Ruggs III. Uh, there is nothing good about this situation and, um, I'm afraid that no one wins in this, but, um, in this situation, Tina and her dog both lost their lives, uh, due to a uh, thoughtless act. So, um, I don't know what else. I mean, this, this is everywhere this week. I don't know if we need to go in depth on this, or if we just need, need to leave it there. Um, I got a question for you. What? I think Nick Saban was asked about this. Oh, I didn't see that. I saw two. I didn't see Saban. 
Did you? S- I know he was asked. I didn't hear what he said. Okay, I was just curious to know if, if any of you guys checked it out. I was curious to hear what he would have said about it. Gotcha. Um, nothing. Just I thought some prayers are with the family of her as well as him as well. We we got to do better as a society. I, I will sidebar this. We got to do better as a society. I know we're in this uh, information generation, and most of us have a desire to be the first to break information. But man. All the photos that are leaking around or seeping around with this wreck, I just don't. I think it's tacky. I don't think it's tasteful at all. I don't think it's respectful of uh, Tina and her family. I'm just going to say that. What's the fastest you've ever driven? I got up to I got to 90 once and I wasn't even there long enough to tell you how it went. You black? I I get nervous at 80. But I'm pretty sure in my younger years I probably got to maybe 100 at one point. I got up to 100. Um I haven't done it recently, but I was test driving a car. And the guy was like, punch it. BMW. Mm. Got up to 100, and I was like, no, sir. And then the BMW, you didn't even feel like it. I was like, this is how people flip their cars. Yeah. Because I was like, one little twitch at the wheel, and it's over. It's over. And that's at 100. Uh, maybe not the BMW, but I see where you're going. Right. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Like, I can imagine going 50 miles. That's fast, bro. Faster than the than the feeling that I felt. That's fast in a video game. That's Talladega fast. Yeah. Yeah, you like you got to be an expert at being able to handle like, and you into like wow, wow. That's fast, bro. And um, what was it? He topped out at one fifty, but the impact was at one twenty. Hit her like at one twenty, one thirty, something like that. Still, still, insane. still nuts, right? Still nuts. Yeah, so I thought some prayers are with those involved, man. Um, that's nobody that's wins, dude. Nobody tough, tough situation, and you know, again, I know sometimes we don't think to pray for for him, but I, he's gonna have to live with that for the rest of his life. So that's that's, that's gonna not be, gonna be that's gonna be some mental torment there. So, um, you got anybody else? Uh, Ronnie Wilson, the Gap Band, he passed away at seventy three. Saw that. Yeah. Peace to to him. I'm and a moderate Gap Band fan, so uh, thought that was worthy. Making the notes. Um, the family of Ahmad Arbery. I mm. know um, you may have heard about this, but they've selected 12 jurors and only one of the jurors black. I had it endured, but let's go ahead and deal with it. Um, yeah, the, the, the prosecutors for the state accused the defense attorneys of disproportionately striking qualified black jurors basing some of those strikes purely on race and judge Timothy Walmsley ultimately denied the state's motion and ruled that there were, there were valid reasons beyond race for why the black jurors were dismissed. So your thoughts. Another day. I like to call it uh, I like to call it ABBA. America being America. Hmm. 
So that's just you can we can adopt that. Yeah. That's just America being America True. right there. Like, and and the system's not broken. This is how it's designed. Well said. Anybody else? Uh, not on the prayer. Well, I don't have praise report either. Mercy. So I'm gonna a uh, few people. Eric Adams was recently elected as New York City's second black mayor. Uh, Tyrone Garner was elected the first black mayor of Kansas City. Ken Welch was also elected the first black mayor of St. Petersburg, Florida. And Ed Ganey was elected as the first black mayor of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It was a big day for politics, and I just totally slept through it. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, first support worthy, nonetheless. <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs> Progress, man. Abba. Hmm. You want to get Doherty? Why not? I need to shower anyway. Um, <laughs> Was that not good? I missed the connection. Me too. I think that was supposed to sound different in my head. Yep. Was Doherty supposed to sound like, like dirty? dirty? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep working on that. Okay. But what's your, what's your topic? So, man, I've consumed a lot of media this week, Walker. <laughs> I've been on Netflix heavy. So uh, one thing, one of the things I watched was Colin Kaepernick's limited series. Okay, we're not gonna we're not gonna go in depth about it, but there is one thing that I want to see if we can discuss. Fine with you trashing it. That's the whole purpose of this thing. In the opening sequence of this Ava DuVernay-produced limited series chronicling certain moments in Colin Kaepernick's life, uh, there is a montage of the NFL being compared to slavery. Now, Walker, this this is a conversation I put my ears on several times before, but deep down I've had a disagreement that I don't think I've ever shared publicly. So my question to you is discuss or trash. Just kidding. Um, <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Walker. We can discuss this. I want to hear this. Okay. Okay. So, and, and I'll try to visually, or excuse me, I'll try to verbally uh, regurgitate what I took in visually. Okay. Um, you know, there's a sequence of, um, you know, NFL, pros- NFL prospects being poked, prodded, evaluated physically, Right with um, and this is just how it is, but uh, a room full of white men commenting, uh, asking questions, things like that. Then it quickly shifts to a similar scene, but with black slaves. Right. And then during this three, four minute sequence, they're just switching you back and forth. And um, Kaepernick is narrating while you're seeing this. And so he's he's talking about how which once was a dream of his to make it to not only make it to NFL, be an NFL quarterback in the Super Bowl, how that dream essentially eroded once he got in and saw and felt its connections to slavery, right? So um, he, did, he did a great job of explaining it in his own words, of course. But I guess one of the big things that I have issues or concern with is – you you being in the NFL, you being a football player is a choice that you've made. No one has, at least in, in, in my in my information gathering, 
no one has forced you to fall in love with the game of football. If they have, that's another issue. Now, that being said, by most guys, especially guys that get drafted higher, I'm sure most would most of them would admit this is a game that I love to play. Obviously, because I'm playing at a high enough level to make it to this NFL draft. So what the NFL does, in my opinion, at that point, is part of the process, part of the journey. It doesn't necessarily say that you're enslaved. But I just think I think my my thoughts with visually seeing that was the two big differences is in slavery, you didn't have a choice. Kanye. We'll talk about later In the NFL or football You have that choice Okay So that's kind of where my Where my friction with Kaepernick's depiction Is kind of rooted in Do you Do you get what I guess What makes him attempt to make that connection Yes because there's a There's a lot that happens after The combine after the draft Right 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 this is still a game that you chose to play. Okay. Like, I think that's the deciding factor that makes me disagree with it. Okay. No, I mean, I, 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 I'm very leery of comparing anything to slavery. Right. Right. Like I, I just, I, I just think out of consideration for, um, our ancestors, I, 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 I don't know what it's like. To be born into slavery I don't know what it's like to be brought over here To slavery I don't know what it's like to live through slavery Right Um, So I would never try to compare Something that I'm experiencing present day To what is easily Considered one of the more Horrifying graphic And just evil Just an evil Thing (laughs) right I, I I just think I just think it's, uh, but I do understand why you would be tempted to make that connection. I do get that part, even though I don't necessarily agree with making said connection, because you know I talked a lot about early in this year. I talked about ecosystems and being a part of your ecosystem, and if you don't step outside of your ecosystem you will have a very limited, narrow-minded worldview. Even if it's normalized, it's narrow, right? Right. And so you just think about people who own slaves or people who came up to those times, what was challenging a lot of those belief systems, right? What was pushing them to say, hey, that's not cool. This isn't cool. Now, as time went on for a lot of white people, they began to evolve. But you have a lot of white people who remember, as I mentioned, also early this year, you was confronted with two choices. You could change or not change, but you're going to have to be much more covert in how you feel. Right. Right. And I think that for a sport that is dominated by black people on the field but dominated by white men off the field there's some things that you'll see that's questionable that will put you in the mind of what slavery was 
back in the day. Right? Right. And I think what Colin Kaepernick is seeing puts him in the mind of something, but it's not exactly that. Does that make sense? Yeah. You know, you can see someone. You think, so can, you think it was done for effect? I don't know. Okay. Because uh, Ava's good at that, if we're being honest. Like, I don't know. But you know, you can see someone and they can they can put you in the mind of somebody, but not exact they're not that person. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think I think you can see things when in terms of how how they do things in the NFL that would put you in the mind of how they did slavery back in the day, even though it's not necessarily the same thing. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. What I'm gathering is I agree it's a reach, but you can see again, just like you see that person, and there's something a characteristic about that person who makes you think of your friend or your relative or whatever. Right. You're not looking at the, your your relative, your friend, but there you saw something in someone else that made you think of that person. Right. I think that's what Colin saw when he was in the NFL, and he just brought it out in 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 this work of art. If that no. makes sense. Yeah, okay. Well, um, for the most part, I agree with Gad. Like, the main thing you said that stuck out to me was choice. Playing in the NFL is a choice. Yeah. It's a reach. And you're also getting paid a lot of money to do that. And as far as that, I guess, the poking and the prodding, that's not just black people. Many yeah. people played in the NFL. It's not just black people. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the part about the, I guess, the racial makeup of the owners, I guess that's what he's going for. But you still have choice at the end of the day. And also, you're being compensated for handsomely. Yeah. yeah. And in mo- can, in and, most cases. And you can walk away at any time. And some players do. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so we've identified the glaring differences <laughs> i think it was probably just done for shock value yeah yeah and and, and it, it, they open but a lot of people that. say that a lot of people say like a lot of people will like it's not just calling like i hear people say that in the music industry slavery. i hear people yeah i hear people say like i hear More people an make, emotional slavery may emotionally enslaved i don't know where they're going when they say that but What I'm saying is people, again, I think people experience, uh, they they perceive something that they're experiencing as being oppressive. Like the artist formerly known as Prince. Right. He's talking about masters. Yeah. Yeah. Like like (laughs) something oppressive. And then they was like, oh, slavery was oppressive. This is slavery. You know what I mean? Like people make that leap. And like I said, it's like looking at someone who makes you think of somebody else. You're not looking at the same thing. Right. But we all agree it's a reach. Yes. Yes. All I'm saying is what people are doing is they see a characteristic that reminds them of something else and then equate the two. Okay. And I think that's what people tend to do. Are your differentiating factors in this comparison? They in line with black and I? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I, I don't, I don't. That's why I don't. Like, I even led with, I, I'm not going to compare what I'm experiencing with something that I've never experienced. Ah, I got you. You did say that. I'm not going to do that. That's a mistake to do that because 
I would never I, I personally think that's offensive to those who experience that. Like I would never out of respect for those people compare anything that I'm experiencing in the 21st century to what they're to what they're dealing with. All right. If they had a choice, they would gladly take my little bitty oppression than what they went through. All right. So no, I, I don't think it's why I'm just explaining what I think the mindset is of people who try to do stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. But no, I mine is I'm a, I'm in agreement with you guys on all of that. I think that's I just think that's a reach. Well, I, I will say this as we close on this topic. I did enjoy this. This old it was like five episodes or like thirty minutes each. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It was very well done. It's just that that opening sequence just got my attention. So Fair enough. Yeah, that'll probably have me like really questioning the rest of the entire series if that's how they started. Well, I don't yeah, I don't think you should I don't I don't think you should allow that to determine if you should see it or not. No, no, no. I'm talking about when I watch it. That's gonna oh. be like, oh, this is the first thing you show me, so now I gotta question most everything I see from this point on in this whole mm. and, and let's be honest, some of it is some of it's theatrical. They're, they're, of they're reaching some I mean, more. It's, I mean, so uh, you, you, you have to get that effect. That's a part. I mean, a part of it is, yeah, like like the words you like to use, provocative. Right. Like a lot of it is, is that. You know what I mean? So, so, again, it can be a true story or something, but it, you know how they say this is loosely based? You mm-hmm. got to throw a little, little something on it. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, in addition to The Heart of They Fall, <laughs> make sure you watch that too. Well, you know, in your in your spare time, since y'all, y'all appear to have a lot of that sarcasm, Walker. Let me get that off. I didn't say anything. Your face did. Next, <laughs> I always look at you like that. <laughs> y'all want to talk about Will and Jada? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, what, yeah. Someone, no, talk to yeah. me. Yeah. What is this, Walker? What is this, Walker? Talk to me. I'm gonna tell you what this is. This is effective marketing. This guy's a professional. Jada's a professional. What does Will have coming up next week? The release of his movie. No, no, no. His uh, his book, his memoir. Oh, the movie's not coming out. Oh, you talking about the Serena movie? Yeah. Now that, that comes out Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. Venus, <laughs> the Williams, the the, the dad. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Y'all know it's a Serena movie, but anyway. <laughs> what is Serena and Company? Yeah, Serena there. <laughs> Serena the Mother Williams. Goodness, Goodness gracious. Uh, <laughs> no disrespect. Because that always helps. To them other two. So, <laughs> I, I love when rappers say that. No disrespect, though. Like after I just fired shots at you. <laughs> Anyway, um, no. So that 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 that's all this is. I don't think there's much truth in this. I think this is along the lines of what we just talked about with Ava DuVernay and Colin Kaepernick. You think so? This is to move this book. This is no different than us putting out little teasers of what our podcast is going to be out every be about every week. That's all this is. So nothing, nothing is nothing's nothing's wrong. No issues. Nothing. No, I'm there. not saying that. I just don't know. You're just questioning the timing. Yes. Why now? Yeah. It's a new Sagatry. Will we were entangled last year? And you didn't say nothing about this. Will didn't say nothing. This is all. That was all about Jada and her. Uh, 
It's her stuff. Stop. Don't do this tonight. Don't do what? Don't do what you're doing right. Don't do what it tonight. I, you can wait till next week, Walker. Goodness gracious, you could do it the week after what next. What am I doing? But I'm asking. I'm begging you in front of my friends. Please don't do this tonight. What is my? Was please it don't act like you didn't see that interview. Or Will was on there. Please don't act like you didn't see that. Please what? don't act like you didn't see that interview. And Will had an opportunity to talk. He was fighting back the tears. Please don't do that. Please don't act like that was not a year ago. Please, I'm begging you, Walker. I am begging you not to do this. Not tonight. Wait till the memoir drops and you can do it. I had about 35 seconds. Did you time it? No. <laughs> I was too distracted from all the, the flailing arms and stuff. Yeah, I was trying to get to my stopwatch. I didn't know it was happening so like already. I didn't know this was what, what was going to be, but... Okay, I had thirty. I had approximately thirty-five seconds. We almost got to about, almost got to a minute, but you cut it short. Um, you good? Yes. That that is my primary request for you. I just I, I'm asking you, please don't do this. That's all I'm asking. So, so I'm doing please. what again? <laughs> I'm not doing. I'm, I'm not talking in circles with you tonight. And scene. <laughs> So don't act like Will wasn't there It's a request It's your decision if you want to accept that request or not But you brought up entanglement though Yeah You brought it up Yeah So I can't comment on it Sure But then I'm acting like Will I didn't wasn't say, there I asked the question Actually please not to do Even though I wasn't doing it yet You just asked Yes I was trying to be respectful I didn't accuse you of doing anything I just asked you what not to do So why did it take that much emotion If I didn't do it Cause you act like someone. You act as though I'd done it twice. <laughs> well, it's funny you mentioned acting, um, but no, I just this is easy to me. This is easy. This is so easy. Yeah. yeah. Was I triggered when you loosely alluded that Will has not had a chance to speak out about this stuff? Did I say that? I when you alluded. Did I say that? No. You if, alluded, I say, if I said it, then tell me. When you alluded. How do I allude? Oh, so we're going to look up the definition of uncomfortable, but we're not going to look up the definition of alluded. No, no. We want to know what he alluded to, not the definition. And mind you, you cut me off, so you don't know where I was going. So you want to look up the definition of allude for him, for for his his own pleasure? We don't need to look for the definition of allude. We need to know the example of what you were alluding to. He can't give it because he cut me off. Did that not happen? Not. Don't act like Don't act like you ain't. I'm sorry You wouldn't let me cook though That wouldn't have cut off That was beyond the cut off <laughs> The grease was in the pan You threw water on <laughs> Sheesh I don't even know What he was talking about I know he gets sense If you're talking about Some Will Smith though That's not true That's not true That's not true I get sensitive over one topic of discussion. Derek yeah. Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> My dear Aubrey, but nothing else. But go ahead. No, Jordan. He definitely gets Jordan too. Jordan. Yeah, I get really emotional about MJ. And the Braves. Well, y'all don't come at me about the Braves. Y'all know what greatness looks like. <laughs> and that, that rapper from Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, that was just that was really easy. Greatness has no timestamp. 
So you didn't hear the you didn't hear where uh, Jada was on Red Table Talk talking about and some statements she made about being satisfied sexually by her husband. Yes, that was that that was in preparation for the memoir too. Potentially. Got it. Let me ask you this. I'm, I'm going to ask you. I you asking me or Black? I'm asking the room. both of you guys. Okay. You value transparency when people talk about what goes on in their in their relationship, right? Yeah. Do you value that? Yeah. Is there a, is there a line there? Yes. I do feel like with every relationship, you're not going to talk about everything. It's no different for me. Like when I talk about my wife and our relationship, I'm going to tell y'all everything. Okay. Let me ask you this. And I'm not necessarily saying this for them. I don't they they probably okay with all of it. Obviously, I hope they are. But I'm saying if would you be comfortable having that candidate of a conversation about being satisfied or not satisfied by your spouse, considering what we already know to be true about y'all's relationship? I wouldn't want that on the red table. Black? <laughs> you know me. <laughs> Calling me black right now. <laughs> I, I I was like Flag on the play I was like That's targeting Yeah that was an oversharing moment right there Given what we know Like it's almost like you know how you can share Like I don't mind people sharing Transparent stuff about their Relationship if they're already over it They're past it Like you talk up, you could talk about things That's happened in the past tense Man, we were here. We did this, da 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 da, da 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 da. da but here's what we did, da 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 da. da you know, it was tough, da, da da da. But you know, when you hear people like like them talk, and it's like, okay, is this still going on? Mm. Like, this just makes you wonder. Like, are you talking present day, or is this in the past? I can't tell because you know, not too long ago, we were entangled. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, I, I don't know if that should be out. Y'all could even be good at this point. But like Jaden with you, that could be in a good place. But I don't know. If, I, I think that's. Mm, it sounds, is, it, is it constructive, though, at this point? That's what I'm saying. I don't think people people aren't people aren't interpreting it that way. No. They're not interpreting it that way. So I don't know. Like, I know the Red Table Talk is like a place for them to, like, have honest conversations and hopefully bring forth healing. But I don't think people are going to the Red Table Talk for healing. They're going for the juice. juice. Mm -hmm. And so if that's what you want to get views and people paying attention to your platform, have at it. But I'm like, at what cost? Is it is is it worth it? I don't know. I mean, and there's probably a way you can share things without it being as personal as how she shared things. True. Question. Do the Smiths get an asterisk because they've kind of had a track record of this? And what do you mean? And do they, they get, I, I feel do they, like... Do they get a pass? Well, well, I don't... I, I'm not saying they get a pass, but in terms of like what what gets revealed about your relationship. It's not like they haven't talked about this kind of stuff before. Maybe not in this level of detail that Jada brought, but over the years, they've been pretty open about 
certain aspects of their relationship. Have they? I think so. I don't think so. Not to this level. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that they have. Y'all don't watch Will's YouTube channel? Clearly you do. Tell us about it. <laughs> well, hey, I just I just remember one one particular episode of whatever he calls it. Maybe his vlog or whatever. They were vacationing with Will's ex-wife. Oh, you talking about the time he turned 50? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember some of that. And, like, they brought her along. And then they were talking about certain aspects or how the relationship is structured to where that is allowed and it's okay. To me, I think that'd be a red flag type of issue. Red flag talk. (laughs) (laughs) Could that be a title walker? Uh, <laughs> it was funny. So, so my thing is like it, it's not it's not as it's not as intimate as sexual uh, satis, uh, satisfaction, but it's still <coughs> excuse me, it's still rather open. Okay, or is it just me? I guess, I guess so. And that's just one episode that I can think of off the top of my head. But, you know, like, they, they've they had this. And we talked about this. They've had this aura or this, like, social thought about them that they are in this open relationship. Like, where does that come from? They've never really played into that. That's right, always but, but, that's but always. You think been... that just comes out of nowhere? No. No, no, no. I, I know. But I'm saying you can, like, again, you can do stuff. Just living your life, but you're not broadcasting it. True. And other people can kind of create a narrative about what you do. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Behind the scenes. And I think a lot of it has been that. I think at along the same time, though, you got to remember when you think of like the quote unquote power couples in Hollywood, who are the people you were looking at? When they wanted the couples? Oh, yeah, for sure. So you right alongside this, this whatever they got going on is this image that in many cases they kind of played into it. Right? Yeah. So when stuff starts hitting the fan and we're starting to get more context into the narrative that people have been that's been built over time about what's happening with their relationship that image of them being this couple that people admire and look up to not to say that they, I don't know if they really cared about that, but what I'm saying is that image has slowly begin to, to dwindle and dim. Right. True. And so now when you speak about having honest, like people can respect the candidness. If they're seeing productivity coming from you, right. If you're seeing dysfunction and now you're being candid, now it's like it's not even it's not even taken as something they can learn from. It's just like, what's the point of that? Yeah, it's like it becomes less informative and more like a reality show. Yeah. It's just like, okay, what what's the end game here? Cause we know y'all got some stuff y'all gotta tighten up. Like, why are you putting that out? Right? Yeah. So now, so yeah, so it just look, it just, that's all I'm saying. Like, again, I don't know where they are today, but 
you know you would have a problem with it. He would have a problem with it. I would have. I, I'm just. I would be curious to find out where is Will in this. I just be curious. He could be okay. For all we I know, I think so. Bless his heart, because we was feeling sorry for him a few weeks ago. I don't know if we should. Not that we know this memoir is coming out. I don't feel sorry for him at all. Why? Because, this is promoting the memoir because he's making money. Oh, so making money. He's been making money. So, so what's the point? I, I don't know. So you saying the memoir is the the memoir? This is off of the memoir. So there's nothing. How do you know that? Because the same question we opened the, the discussion with. Why now? It just seems to me like Will really don't have any like control over what comes out of Jada's mouth. So like this probably couldn't have been planned for, based off what we've seen so far. So you're talking about two different things. You're talking about stuff he's talking about, but you're you actually feel as though what Jada's doing is playing into the memoir. Because I don't I, think I think I, I'm on a different page. I, I think don't. You're right. I, I don't think the memoir is going to talk about how he he. <laughs> Can't satisfy his woman in bed. We won't know till next week. <laughs> well, you tell us how. You tell us on what page and where. Okay. It'll be on the red page. <laughs> it was an okay shot. Come on, Walker. I'm trying my best. And that's what's you know. That, keep, when I say red flag talk, and I don't that even was try. Funny. I, that was funny, but this one was like, eh, eh. so the stuff I think about that's not funny. <laughs> what you got let's get to kanye kanye was on drink champs he had a lot to say oh boy only two and a half hours made it to uh the podcast that formed that i listened to are we going to discuss it on this podcast or are we going to trash it let's 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 hit it high level okay let's- i'm just going to give you the highlights that i thought were notable for me um and this this kind of goes into some of the Will and Jada stuff, media perception, right? He 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 said, Kim is still my wife. Okay. The papers have not been, he was honest about that. The papers have not been processed. They are still legally married. And he talked about the love he has for Kim and just how they are still managing to work through and how he still has a desire to be with her. Okay. But he has not lost his wife yet. I thought that was powerful. I thought about several things there. Number one, I thought about our episode with Sean. When Sean, you know, was talking about how when the papers came through, did you still love him? Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, this this is the thing, right? What, what did I did I regurgitate that right? Um, so it gave I guess it gave more value, more power to that when I heard Kanye say, That sounds so weird. Yeah, it all it took was Kanye. Well, no, it just, I, I guess, I guess with Sean, it was like you, I heard it and I was just like, oh, okay. And then Kanye says it and it's kind of like, oh, this is what Sean was talking about. Sean didn't go into as much detail as Kanye did. So but, you thought that was powerful in, in the fact that he still loved her? That he was open with it. Just because like, think, think about, think about the media consumption, right? They're talking about this Pete. Pete guy, whatever, Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson and the PDA and all that stuff and how Kim's running away from Kanye and Kanye won't literally, you know, all this other stuff. But you got Kanye here still acknowledging that, like, no, this is still my wife. Like, our commitment has not ended yet. thought that was powerful. Let me ask you this question. Sure. Do you think it's accurate to say that it's ending? 
after hearing this? I don't know. I'm inspired by the words of one Leonard Kravitz. It ain't over until it's over. What else you got on that? <laughs> he came up my boy Walker and I felt a way about it. But in his whole words, he said he'd body. He'd body Drake in a versus. Now, I don't know what else I would expect Kanye to say. He's not gonna go out there and say, Oh yeah, Drake would Drake would kill me. But um, you know, I can't I can't take Drake slander really well. Even if as big of a fan of Kanye as, as I am. Um, but they asked him about Jay. <laughs> His first answer about Jay was, well, that's my boss. Like, I don't think this is a fair comparison. And so they kind of kicked it around a little bit. They talked in circles again. And then it came up again. He's like, yeah, I'd body Jay <laughs> in a versus. <laughs> and the crowd goes stiff. I expected more oomph from that, but I thought that was pretty notable. You, you, um, I mean, versus the battle is only 20 tracks. Okay. What? So you don't think Kanye has a shot? Oh, I'm not saying that. I just, you know, the Drake, the Drake stuff was emotional. Who would win between those two? I have no idea. Like, We're talking deep catalogs Kanye, on both sides. Kanye versus Jay would be a tough one. Yeah. Just. But he also said it never happened because Jay's not going to come out of that Obviously. House. But right. and, and Drake and Kanye's <laughs> never happening. But right. what I'm saying is, is like all Kanye needs is 20 tracks. You don't think he has 20? Yeah, he can get 20. He can get 20 easily. So if you got 20 tracks... All it is is about placement, right? True. And these like tracks that he produced, not even have to rap on, right? It could be both. It could Kanye has to be involved. So you're telling so you so why why did you get emotional? Because he just he just invoked Drake's name and you're not just, gonna come at Drake like that and expect me to just sit there and remain calm. Was there any but I'm saying, did he not have a point? No. He wouldn't body Drake. So you can't. You he can't, wouldn't body him. Like you, you said body. I'm thinking like locks versus diplomats in Madison Square Garden. That's bodying. Would he beat? Could he beat Drake in a versus battle? Can you even say that? I know you can't say it because emotionally you would never. You would never. What, do you, th- what do you think, Black? I want to hear you. Oh no! That's a question. Dude, it's always really crazy. <laughs> Hmm? Producer and rapper. I get features. I get Drizzy features too. Sure. Rules apply to both. Drake. I know you was. I mean, he can't. I'm shocked. Right. Right. Twenty tracks. But nobody's bodying each other. Let me let me go ahead and just make that clear. No one's getting bodied in this versus. This is a fight to the finish. This is a nail biter on the edge of your seat. This is a what do you call it when boxers are both standing at the end? So if you're saying that, then you know it's real. It's it's a realistic chance that that Drake could lose to Kanye in the versus battle. Yeah, if like the speakers went out or something. Ooh man, I, I hope, he had a Teddy Riley moment probably. I hope they talk about this in the comments once you post this. How do you know this is gonna make the clip? Okay, prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, Kanye, 
Kanye also talked about how um, he's living this nomad life <laughs> since, I guess, the separation. And I, I just thought it was intriguing um, because he does not own a home. And he went into the details of, like, why he was staying in Madison Square, not Madison Square Garden, and uh, the Mercedes. Yeah. And he talked about his request for that space as Donda was being finished. And he wanted it to look like as much of a jail cell as I could get. And I think he nailed that from the pictures we saw. But he just talks about how he's got this appreciation for the homeless. An appreciation? An appreciation. Because he talks about like how... He, 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 he said that word? He, he said that. Because he, he shared this story about him walking through, walking through New York, like the city of New York. And he's looking at these skyscrapers, you know, Kanye, you know, he said he's in architecture. So like, he's like really examining the stuff. And he said it hit him. All the people in these skyscrapers are in here working tooth and nail to provide for their family of which they probably rarely ever get to see. And he said that wasn't what he wanted for himself. So in order to do that, he had to go off the grid get rid of all of his properties or whatever and just live technically homeless. And he shared this story about how he, how he went to Lisbon, right? He went to Lisbon because at the time it was a Portugal. Lisbon's in Portugal. Yeah. Okay. At the, the only reason he went was because at the time you did not have to be vaccinated to travel there. And he was like, he, his term was half sedated because he, he's only got one of the two vax, vaxes. Immunized. Yeah. So um, <laughs> <laughs> he talked about um, the CEO of Balenciaga, who's somebody that Kanye has, uh, has a relationship with and how he met up with him when he was there. And they were asked, he was asking him like, where are you staying? He was like, Wherever this, and he's carrying his little bag. He's like, wherever this bag will take me. And they're like, no, no, no. Like, what hotel? And he's like, I don't. I'm just traveling with this bag. <laughs> and so the CEO of Balenciaga like says, no, okay, no, you're staying with me. You're staying in my mansion. Um, anything you want. Kanye didn't have underwear at the time. He talked about these Balenciaga underwear that they furnished him with. All this, but he was like, poor guy. And <laughs> yeah, that, that's this is what I want to get to. He talked about in the moment the power of being homeless from his point of view. And he said, when you're, when you're homeless in that capacity, you get to see the good from other people. And he referenced the CEO Balenciaga in that example. He said, I can go anywhere. And it's good. It's a good thing to know that I put enough good things out in the world to where I cannot at the current moment own a home, but be anywhere and still be cared for. How did you take this, Gatry? I thought it was fascinating. <laughs> it's just, I, you know, you, you think you think about Kanye and, you, and you're like, okay, this guy's a multi-billionaire. I want to hear him talk about his mansion. And he's done stuff with Architectural Digest before where he and Kim were staying at one point. And this is it's just like just absolutely immaculate home, right? And so it, it just struck me because it's like, now you're telling me, Kanye, you do not own a home at all? 
This is why I would never want to talk to Kanye West. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I would never. Dude, that was just in the first 30 minutes. <laughs> this is why it, maybe maybe I shouldn't have watched. Maybe I shouldn't watch this. But this is why I don't want to. So you made a connection to that to the homeless. So the homeless can travel to Lisbon. I'll just tell you what he said. No, 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 no. The homeless. But you see what I'm saying? The yeah. homeless can rent out the Mercedes Stadium. That's what homeless people can do. The reason why they did that for you is because you're Kanye West. Not some random dude at the random red light. Kanye, shut the F up forever. (laughs) You idiot. (laughs) Kanye's an idiot. Yes, Ren. You idiot. (laughs) What the heck? Like now I'm pissed off. Like what are you serious, Kanye? I'm serious. Dang. He said the nomad life is in now. He said the trust fund babies are doing it. <sighs> what else? What else that fool said? <laughs> he claims that 24, the track on Donda, was written the week before Kobe died. What else he said? <laughs> I really don't like Kanye West right now. I really don't like Kanye. I was rocking with you up until that, up until really? that long. Sol- yes. So you're in on the Kim thing and the divorce thing. And it just went downhill from there? Nah, that homeless thing was like. The homeless was like, nah, bro, that ain't it. That ain't it. But you listen like, oh. No, I thought it was interesting. Fascinating. And fascinating, what, yes. What's so fascinating about that? Because I'm kind of like, y'all, I wasn't as outraged as y'all were, but I just couldn't connect. But yeah, did I think, yeah, you're getting... You're getting nice in the Balenciaga mansion because you're Kanye West. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty glaring. Like, where and open. can you go in the world where people don't know you, fool? <laughs> Lisbeth. They know you have money. They know if they give you something, they can eventually get something That's back. That's typically return. what what people do to what other rich people do with other rich people. How many rich people you know don't really pay for stuff? Like a lot of people just give them stuff, send them stuff. Most. Like, you're not homeless. Is the difference between being homeless and not owning a home, Kanye? <laughs> good, good, good goobly woobly. Uh, let's get to the John Legend and Big Sean and, and be done with Kanye. Okay. He said his biggest mistake. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay, okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on. Are hold you on. Kanye? Hold on. No, 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 no. Because I remember this part because I scratched my head. He did you did you hear the clip about what he said about his tombstone? Yes. Okay. So here's what I gathered from that. On his tombstone, they'll write his biggest mistake was signing Big Sean. Now, when I first heard that, until he, before he went into, I was like, okay, maybe he's saying that because. He signed Big Sean to a crap deal. Right. And Big Sean has spoken out against that. Right. But then he goes on to say, no, no, no. Signing Big Sean was one of the best things that he's done. Now, I didn't hear anything about John Legend. Was one of the best things that he's done. Something like that. I'm paraphrasing. Take the mic, Walker. Freaking podcast. But the clip I heard. All right. He said the biggest mistake was shining, signing Big Sean. He was like, I know his mom, da 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 da. He was mad. He's mad at Big Sean and John Legend for things that they said when he was putting on the MAGA hat. This mic is like the way it's set up. Is you don't have it right. Why is it not right, Gatry? I don't know. You're the one sitting in front of it. <laughs> Why is it not right? You have to ask yourself that question. 
You set it up that way. I did? Yeah, you put it in front of your face like that. Oh, that's how but you it's set it up? Me? Wait, that's how you set it up? That's how you set that's it up. <laughs> See what I deal with? See how mine See is set it? up? This is how I set it up. See how black is? That's how black wants his. Oh, what makes you think you any different, Kanye? I see what, I, y'all are, y'all are cut from the same freaking cloth. <laughs> One is just really rich. Wait, let me guess. I ain't got the answers. <laughs> Never did. Never did. Never did. Walker, you know your mic's not supposed to be like that because I've been talking about showing your face. You cover your face when your mic's like that. So who, so you see me set this up like this. You did tonight. Oh, my bad. It was somebody else. So I did this. I set it up to where it turned like this. No one else is sitting over there behind that mic. It was set like this weeks ago when I was sitting over there. I have video footage to show you that it's not, but we can do this if you want. We, we can do this. If you want to, we can do this, Walker, or, or we can continue with the Kanye Big Sean. You've won maybe one argument in time we've well, ever known be each two. other. Have we completed the circle yet? Twice. So... He was critical of John Legend and Big Sean for things that I guess being used by the Democrats to speak out against him. Oh, he did speak about that. During, I guess, when he was either running for president. I guess it was when he was running for president. Not because I think this is the part where Nori told him, like, dude, there's no way I'm up for you for president. And I thought that was pretty like <laughs> I mean It was the truth, but like he just told him straight up. And I respect him for being honest with him. Sure. You know what you're gonna get when you step in the drink champ. So, so that was that was his criticism for Big Sean. Now, never mind the fact that he owes Big Sean money. Mm, that too. Forget that part. You signed into a crap deal. Now, granted, you may have done a lot for those guys and give setting up with the opportunity. But what did they say that was so bad? Like, I don't think anything they said about you during that time was worse than what you just said. Mm-hmm. And you want to, so I'm going to dog you out, Gatry, for you being critical of something I've said. And I'm going to say something worse and demand an apology after I said what was, I said the worst thing. And then you got Drake over here who you were not nearly as critical about, who obviously has been saying a lot of bad things about you. Like, what's the difference? I guess Drake's not on the label. I don't know. But yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Now, I got to always remember at the same time. I'm listening to a bipolar man. Oof. So I so I don't know what the like it was on display too. I don't know really I don't know really how to take a lot of things he said. Now again, the homeless thing was like, you arrogant son of a <laughs> but yeah. He's just Yeah. Just kind I can't I can't I, don't think- I can't I can't I can't with Kanye, man. I can't with him, dude. I cannot with Kanye. God, I think I'm almost done with him again. What did you about to say, Black? You just want the music and that's it. Uh, you don't want don't the music know. anymore? I don't know. I think I think some of Walker's here for the interviews. I'm not watching that, dude. I'm not listening to that. Just based off of my brief synopsis of him? Because yeah. you were interested. I was. I would have turned it off. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good at uh, listen managing my time. Yeah, has, has become a necessity. Mm. So if this is unproductive, I'm out. 
So, whatever, man. Oh, whatever, I'm done. I'm. Mm-mm. You got anything else? No. Too hot. Oh really? That's all I got. Let's do it. Shout outs. Walker, I've got Tabitha Carr. She's founder of Good Girl Chocolate. Check this out, man. I thought this was pretty cool. She is a licensed naturopathic doctor. All that means is she finds alternatives to medicine to heal health issues and concerns. So she's got a story, Walker. In her teenage years, she uh, found herself weighing more than 300 pounds and battling a myriad of different health issues that come with that. Um, She battled this stuff in her teenage years and it even, she even battled it up into her late twenties. And finally, when she was 30, she said enough, enough. She changed her relationship with food, started doing more research on how to eat cleaner. Um, Of course, considering her education at this time, she had a lot of knowledge to supplement that. Uh, She incorporated a healthy and active lifestyle. And uh, before she turned 31, she found herself 80 pounds lighter. But Walker, during this whole period of time, one thing she could not escape was her desire for chocolate. (laughs) So um, a lot of people's problem. True, true. Um, In her dealing with this desire addiction, if you will, um, she thought, well, hmm, I wonder if I can make a vegan sustainable based chocolate that's not as bad for you so that's exactly what she did she started making this in her kitchen she started to eat it of course this supplemented her rapid weight loss and she saw even more pounds being shed off as she's incorporating this vegan chocolate into her diet along with the other decisions or changes she's made and um as you know like stories like this go she lets her friends try it. Oh, no, no, Tabitha, this is good. This is good. What you doing with this, girl? Sell this. What you doing? Thus, <laughs> birth, good girl chocolate. So she started off as an exclusive online e-commerce chocolatier. Did I pronounce that right, Mr. International? I don't know. You're the one. You're the wordsmith. (laughs) And then she ended up doing really well in a short amount of time uh, after just being e-commerce only. She went on to open her first chocolate boutique in Oklahoma City. Tabitha Carr. Dr. Tabitha Carr. I know Dr. Tabitha, too. I think this is really dope. Like water for chocolate. Okay, coming. My shout out goes to Don Staley. You know Don Staley, a former WNBA legend and an Olympic gold medalist. Also, is she serves as the head women's basketball coach at the University of South Carolina. Do you know she's been there for like 13 years? She's been there that long? That's what the article said. Did not know that. Seems like she just got there. That's what it seems like to me. I don't know if she's been coaching in different capacities but for 13 years, but but yeah, that's what it said. And as you know, South Carolina has experienced a lot of success 
with Don Staley being there, it, she has built that program into being a pretty big deal in women's basketball. And as a result, she's been recently rewarded by being presented with and signing a seven year contract extension with the school in which she will earn $22.4 million by the 2027 28 season. This deal makes Staley the highest paid black head coach in women's basketball history. So I wanted to shout out Don Staley for that. We got got some foolishness here, Walker. You'll love this one. Uh, Jennifer Lee Ryan. Same like that was yours. Let's tag team it then, Walker, like we used to do. Let's tag team it. Back again. (laughs) Come on, you know how this goes. It It hasn't been that long. You open it up. I inject my spice into it, and we'll close out the episode. (laughs) Act like you know Walker. She is a real estate broker, I believe. Yes. She, she. <laughs> I didn't think you'd find this one, man. <laughs> oh, yeah. This chick, this heifer flew to Washington, D.C. <laughs> on a private plane and live streamed the events at the nation's capital. What events, you ask? Go ahead, Gatry. The riot on Capitol Hill. Mm, remember January 6th? Yeah. You know, people say we remember on 9-11. We should <laughs> never forget what happened on January 6th. Petty. Never forget what happened on January Because that was a bad, that was a tragic day, too, for America. But you pretty much had an insurrection at the nation's capital. Well, your own Jennifer Ryan was amongst those people live streaming the event picketing inside of the Capitol, having a good old time. Okay. Months prior, the real estate broker posted on social media that she was definitely not going to jail as people were pretty much taunting her that she was going to jail. She replies, definitely not going to jail. Sorry, I have blonde hair, white skin, a great job, a great future, and I'm not going to jail. Sorry to rain on your hater parade. I did nothing wrong. Since then, she's been sentenced to 60 days in jail and has to pay a $1,000 fine. Now, she was wrong about that, right? I just feel like this is a teachable moment, Gat, because I don't understand how on God's green earth she just got 60 days. What do you have to say about that? What do you think uh, about that? Yeah, I think we've been curious about the repercussions of the people involved in this. Um, yeah, 60 days seems light. So Judge Christopher Cooper the one who's responsible for handing her her sentence. He was quoted as saying, there's a tendency in, in these January six cases to lump everybody together. 
but each defendant's role was different. Now, I can almost kind of agree with that to a degree, right? Mm -hmm. Somebody had to break the window. <laughs> Not everybody broke Somebody the window. had to kill an officer. <laughs> right. Right? Yeah. Not everyone did that, right? Right. Right? But you still broke into the nation's capital. That is treasonous. Again, as I said, early in the year when I was fired up, if it was a bunch of Muslims doing that, you would want the death penalty for these people. You want them executed. You wouldn't. There was a noose wanting to hang Pence. There was threats made on people's lives by this mob of people. Right? All right. This is a crime. This ain't no little ticky tack. You treated it like a misdemeanor. This was treasonous. And the judge goes on to say, the judge goes on to say, he noted that Ryan was not being prosecuted for the belief that the election was stolen, but for the decision to go into the Capitol building that day. So all she's getting in trouble is for going into the Capitol. That's what happened. That's what happened. She just went into the Capitol. On a field trip. She was touring around in the nation's capital. Right? No crime in that, right? How you reframe things is uh, it's, this it's is incredible. Abba. This is Abba, isn't it? This, this is, is America Abba. being America. And she said it. She said it. I have blonde hair, white skin, a great job, and a great future. Well, part of that future is you going to jail. <laughs> so I don't know how great that is. Maybe they're putting you up in a hotel room. Maybe. Who knows? But the audacity, right? Now, we talk about right privilege, right? Right. And people don't like it when people talk about right privilege. But well, Then tell me what this is. She knows something that some of these folks don't know. Right. Am I am I looking at this wrong? I'd be open to hearing um, an alternative to what that is. I'm I'm saddened by this because why she did play herself by live streaming this and documenting her crime and going to jail for it. She is getting a literal slap on the wrist. Yeah. And I will be curious if she still has it. She she probably has a job waiting on her when she gets back oh, from her vacation. I mean, she's, yeah. Because she's, she's a real estate. So because she's her own. Because yeah. she's blonde. Oh, that too. Yeah. Sorry. She has white skin. <laughs> right. She has a good job and she has a bright future. No harm, no foul. Right. Abba. I want to hear from Khaled. Congratulations, you played yourself. I want to hear from Fred Sanford. You big dummy. And I want to hear from Ren. You idiots. Got anything else? Nope. All your emotions are out? Yeah, man, I'm good. I'm in a better space now. Because you got it all out? Yeah. Big Sean's supposed to be going on Drink Champs next. Now, I Are am, you serious? I am going to check for that interview. 
That's what I'm waiting on right there. That one's going to be great. He already talked about it. He already mentioned it. Oof. Mm, I can't wait. I'm going to take a Hennessy shot just to, just because. <laughs> you going to be going off the handout? No. What does that look for, Black? Didn't you, know, you owned it. Huh? You owned Hennessy? He can go buy some. What? I, I just, the insults, you know. But that that's what y'all are into, so. Y'all? Who's y'all? Yeah, I associate you with him. You people? Yes. All you people look alike. Both of y'all. you making me uncomfortable. I am the least racist person in this room. Well, what you-, you just made me uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thanks for tuning in to the latest and greatest episode. You know what to do. Follow us on streaming, all streaming platforms that you're streaming on, as well as our social media, the THA Tipping Point, one word. Also, subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit it, Gat. May the Lord watch between me and thee. While we're absent one from another, go in peace, please. Be safe out there in those streets. And as always, I'm Caesar Walker. He is Ronnie Gatry. And we are the Tipping Point Podcast. Thanks again for listening.